Hi, this is Joseph Norris. I'm a urology registrar in the London Deanery. I'm currently out of programme on an MRC PhD fellowship based at UCL under the supervision of Professor Mark Emberton. And my research focus is looking at prostate cancer that is not detected on MRI. I'm also uh, part of the senior committee for the BURST Research Collaborative. Um, and the focus of this podcast is going to be the recently updated NICE guidelines on prostate cancer. This is the latest in the BURST podcast series on the BJOI NICE guidelines summaries. The most recent NICE guidelines on prostate cancer were published earlier this year in May 2019. However, this podcast comes at an exciting time for prostate cancer as the AUA have recently updated their policy statement just a few days ago. Previously, the AUA recommended prostate MRI for men who had a prior negative biopsy. However, in their latest policy statement update, they suggest that all men who are suspected to have prostate cancer should have a high-quality MRI prior to biopsy, in addition to offering MRI to men with prior negative biopsy and a rising PSA. This update in the AUA policy reflects the significant expansion that's occurred within the evidence in this field. The latest NICE guidelines on prostate cancer represent an update on the previous 2008 and 2014 iterations. Much of the robust guidance given in these previous versions still stands, and so this podcast will focus on the important updates that have occurred. The headline update in the new guidelines is that NICE now recommend that multiparametric MRI be offered to all men who are fit enough for radical treatment as the first-line test for suspected prostate cancer. The MRI should be performed before a biopsy. This recommendation is based largely on the high-quality evidence produced in the PROMISE and PRECISION trials. Despite the initial costs of initiating an MRI-led service, NICE consider multiparametric MRI to be a cost-effective test, as it will reduce the number of biopsies performed and will inform further biopsies and treatment decisions. The MRI should be scored on a 1-5 to Likert clinical suspicion scale and men with Likert scores of 3 to 5 should be offered what nice term an MRI influence biopsy, which in reality will be an MRI targeted biopsy with or without systematic biopsies. Men with Likert clinical suspicion scores of 1 to 2 should consider omitting a biopsy. Men with negative biopsy in the context of a Likert score of 3 to 5 should have their results discussed at a specialist MDT to consider the possibility that disease was missed. From this, the MDT may recommend that the MRI or the biopsy or both be repeated. Men with negative MRI, which is considered to be Likert score 1 and 2, should have a repeat PSA. They should have their prostate-specific antigen density assessed and should consider a biopsy if this is above 0.15 nanograms per milliliter. It should also consider a biopsy if the PSA velocity is greater than 0.75 nanograms per year or if there is a strong family history. If a man with negative MRI does not fulfill these criteria and has not had a biopsy, he could be offered PSA surveillance with his GP whereby a PSA is performed every six months and the GP could re-refer based upon um, guidance given by the urologist on the man's PSA density or PSA velocity. If a man with negative MRI has a negative biopsy and suspicion is low, the GP could perform repeat PSA every two years 
with guidance to re-refer based upon PSA density and ore velocity. The PCA3 and 5 biomarkers are not recommended for men who've had a negative prostate biopsy. In this latest version of the NICE guidelines, NICE are also now recommending that MRI could be used as part of the active surveillance protocols. In well-counseled men with grade group 1 or low volume grade group 2 cancer, as guided by an MDT. Hypofractionated intensity modulated radiotherapy may be offered for localised disease and if appropriate be given in combination with androgen deprivation therapy. Robot assisted radical prostatectomy remains a surgical option as was included in the 2014 version of these guidelines. Docetaxel is now recommended for metastatic disease in addition to ADT as based on the Stampede trial results. This can be considered for high-risk patients who are receiving ADT and radiotherapy. I would recommend going to the BJUI website and reading through the full guideline yourself for the full detail. Thank you very much for listening.